All right, guys. Hey, welcome back to the AU Under 30, the gold standard. Anyone under 30. I'm your co-host, Caden West, and I'm with Casey. Casey McMahon. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You ready? One more time. All right. I won't. I won't steal your thunder. Hey guys, welcome back to the Anyone Under 30, AU30, the gold standard podcast. I am Caden West, your co-host, and... Kaysen McMahon, back here in the studio with new guests. What's up, Mitch Waddell? And Zach Adair, how's it going, guys? Okay, so you guys, to give some context, I am good friends with, in fact, excellent friends with Mitch and Zach. Um, Zach is a wonderful tall glass of water. Um, He's a good mechanic. He can work on your trucks. Mitch is like a spicy enchilada. He adds a lot of flavor to your life, whatever that means. Does that mean I'm fat and short? <laughs> Not exactly. <laughs> Extra I mean, whatever you want it to mean. So, uh, yeah, we brought them in the studio. They have plenty of qualifications from the School of Hard Knocks or Dumb Knocks, whatever the case may be. They're, they're just absolute goofballs, and they have some good experiences. So we wanted to bring them on and, and uh, see what we could do. So... Mitch, explain yourself. Who are you? Zach, why are you the way that you are? You know, go ahead and tell Perfect. Us so, um, I'm number 11 of 12. I was raised in an Amish community up in Portland, Oregon. Um, so, you got that nice mix of them liberals, uh, the Mountain Hicks, and then us Amish people. Wait, I just, did you really like grow up? In an Amish community? No, that's just what I tell everybody. So my mom was actually a super health nerd. Um, like, I just had it. So for instance, let me tell you Let me tell you a story here. So we were sitting there last week um, with our roommates, and one of them turns to me, and he's like, oh, like, I'm just eating these fetching Hot Pockets. And I was like, well, what's a, a Hot Pocket? Oh, you're one of those guys. Well, like, I didn't know. Like, my mom, okay, like, you got your, like, back, 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 So my mom, like, every morning, I thought it was normal. I thought it was a normal thing. Like, she made us drink cod liver oil in the mornings for our liver. She like like pick random weeds from the yard and put it in a smoothie. So basically, so do you me, like blend a whale liver together? Like, what is that? Like, I, how do you do that? You know, to be honest, I don't really know. Like, I, like to give you an idea, another idea is this one time it was really funny. My mom's like, let's. She's all about saving money, right? Twelve kids, sure. yeah, save money. Yeah. So we're sitting there and we're sitting around the breakfast table, and my mom pops out this white container that has a horse on the side. I'm like, okay. And she's like, hey, hey, I found a new way for us to eat probiotics. And I was like, oh, probiotics, those are really good for your gut, right? And she's like, yeah. I was like, okay, so where do you get these probiotics? She's like, well, I found out that it's cheaper to buy the probiotics from the feed store rather than the grocery store, and it's still human grade. So your mom's feeding you animal products. Yeah. So like, I don't know if you've ever like bucked hay or anything or worked. Anyways, so there's like this like silt at the bottom. And it's kind of like crunchy and really pithy. Oh, so this, oh, so nasty. mom whips this up, right? And she whips it up in like in a cup. It's like a, you know, probably like a tablespoon, two I'm tablespoons. I'm thinking about it. Right, yeah. yeah and, and it's I great. Like, like I want you to taste this with me. Taste no. it with me. Okay? And, <laughs> no. and so I chug this down. And we've been chugging it, you know, let's it, move on to Is weeks. it like semi-solid? Like what is it? Like just describe Ready. the it's texture. Like, <laughs> it's like sand. Oh, no. Like, it's you, like... Know, you know when you have a sandwich and you go to the beach? And then you drop your Rub sandwich, and then like just throw some hay sprinkles in there, and then like that Bro, was that was where mom. After two weeks, I was like, "Yo, ma, like I love you, but you're really making me eat horse feed." Can Wait, we how, stop how old were you when this was going? Seventeen. Seventeen. Okay. Yeah. So when I said I was raised Amish, it, it's kind of true. 
So, your so were you like really galloping around that. the house or like kind of? <laughs> 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 no, well, I, I think she just wanted to be like you know strong and healthy. I don't know. Zach, what about you? How how was Black Did you uh, experience oh, the same sort of thing, or is this just? A... Yeah, I don't want to hear no more no, like, probiotics. Like it, this is one thing that we are exactly opposites in, right? Because I grew up. I'm the oldest of three. Like I was always called upon to be the responsible, quiet. You should do what you should because you know it's right. Don't rock the boat. Make sure everyone's taken care of. Like I was the first of my entire community. I was the oldest one in the entire block. I was always the one that was the ringleader. And okay. so I led like this boring, bland life, but I I mean I, I could attest to that. I think yeah. I saw my, a video like, of you the other you day. Live that life. Not really. No. no. And I think it was exactly that that like I didn't have anything crazy happening that I just wanted it so bad. And so I made up my own kind of just stupid stuff, you know? Okay, yeah. hold on real quick. Define define said stupid activities. Like what is that? <laughs> wait, 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 no, 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 no. I got you. I got you. So so Zach and I are roommates this semester and uh so the other day we were scrolling through Instagram, you know, like good buddies do. And I was like, Zach, I've never looked at your Instagram. So I scrolled down. I was like, oh, you know, cute little Zach back from the day. And I rolled by and there's a video of this truck. And you can see the truck. I'm like, oh, what's this? And I like trucks. So I clicked on the video of the truck. And, and you see the truck pan, like video pans. And it's just, it's uh, the caption's like waiting for snow. But I think it really should have been like waiting for friends. And uh, <laughs> it was just Zach's truck. He put it in double low, so it's just idling forward. And he's he's sitting there behind it on a tow rope on top of a trash can lid. Just... <laughs> I think he thought yeah. he was cool or something. And I think... How old are you in that video? Like, I was like 17. 17 yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. No, the, the title of Wishing for Friends. Yeah, no, that actually hurts a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> because I was. It's okay, buddy. It's okay. And he's got the video pulled out for Told the Santa... <laughs> it's funny because there's no one in the driver's seat. <laughs> no, yeah, I, casually I literally just the house, jump yeah. in my truck, put it in first gear, let the clutch out, walk behind, and it's in low, so it's just idling along down the street, hop on a sled, tow myself. That's this so, is how this man slides into his uh, girl's seat. That's, that's totally <laughs> safe. Yeah, that was funny. Okay, cool. So, like, you guys have really, like, I mean, coming from a quote-unquote Amish community to you know, living a semi-boring, uh, <laughs> boring, bland yeah. mom kind of life. Now you guys are like in college and you guys are pretty much alphas where you're at. You're super confident. You're super outgoing. How did you guys get to that point? Like what broke your shell for you to get to where you are now? Zach? Honestly, discomfort right i think the discomfort pushes a lot of people to do a lot of different things and for me personally it was discomfort in myself like yeah. i just didn't want to be the yeah. same person anymore and so i grew up and i was always the oldest i never rocked the boat and it was just something that i, I had a hard time believing that you never rocked the boat every old like the oldest sibling because i can attest oh, to they're, I'm they're the oldest the of three run. sisters yeah. like Every oldest sibling has got to rock the boat sometime. So I know deep down in your heart, Zach, that you rocked it a little bit. <laughs> okay. 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 Just move out of the house and then he could do it, you know, so. You're, you're more right than you know, Caden, honestly. Like, I, I moved out, I graduated from high school, and I was ready to kind of see the world, have new experiences. And so I picked the craziest thing that I could come up with that was available for me at the time, which was go commercial fishing in Alaska. I just like, pick up, move, 
uh, I had this really great mentor who was also my my coach in high school, and he went up there. And so then I end up this kid, sheltered kid from Utah, that's never heard a swear word in his life. He gets dropped off this little bush plane, <laughs> drops him off onto this dock, right? And the first thing that happens is this big burly sailor dude with a meth pipe in hand walks up to him, and he's like, "Hey, expletive, expletive! Are you ready to get after this summer? I'm excited!" And the shock that went through my body—I don't even know how to explain it, right? But then there's that discussion. Kind of like kind of moment oh crap i gotta grow up now you know yeah no totally i like how you said like just that moment of discomfort i mean i the quote that always comes to my mind is like when you're trying to gain confidence is like there's no growth in the comfort zone and there's no comfort in the growth zone so it's definitely like your experience like going to alaska and like doing those commercial fishing is like definitely that's out there for a lot of people yeah like, like Hey, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go catfish on a boat, or you know, whatever gut fish. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, for how how long did you do that for? It was like in total eight weeks, but I we processed like six million pounds of salmon in those eight weeks. So oh, that's I it. that's it. Six, six million pounds. Just just yeah. six million. Yeah, no, just six point one. No, that's crazy. And what about what about uh? So, I've seen Mitch in a quiet. Quiet personality, and I've also seen him in a very much more vocal personality. When did that transition take place, and what what was the what was that process? What did that look like? Oh shoot, dude. Um, well, you know, you're talking about that that quote. It reminds me of uh, this other quote um, about comfort and growth zone. There's this quote that my older sister used to say. Um, and being you know one of twelve kids, you hang out with your sibling. It's kind of this, this weird thing you do. Um, and she would say, you know, any situation that's awkward, just make it more awkward and it yeah. becomes less awkward. 100%. You know, I think that's been a jingle over the years. Um, I moved <laughs> schools when I was about 14, 15, and uh, I was a super quiet kid, kind of just, you know, I didn't know what a Hot Pocket was. Pop-Tart? Pop- did, you, did you know a Pop-Tart? Oh, no, I did. I did. I learned what it was the year before. Okay. Did you know right. what Twinkies were? Twinkies? I still haven't ever had a Twinkie to this yeah. day. You may have to go on a you haven't trip. had a Twinkie yet? No, I haven't had a Twinkie yet. I'm not going to lie here. Gosh, um, dang. So, so basically, that's kind of what broke me out. We moved schools, and and I got this friend. So I know this may surprise you, Caden, um, but uh, I started DJing EDM and, uh, like, raves. Because, <laughs> <laughs> um, like, that's not what I listen to now. But there were uh, definitely ulterior motives, by the way, to be a DJ. Yeah, yeah, a little, <laughs> a little bit. Um, he was uh, not just teasing. But uh, yeah, so I had this buddy. We started DJing, and uh, I learned how to drift. And I just really embraced that, you know, make anything drift while you were DJing. No, or... no, 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 no. No. <laughs> so like, <laughs> no, so like we would uh, like in the backseat DJ really like school dances and a few like raves, um, a few other things. Like we drive out to these really small towns and we would he had a BMW and so we would drift it around the corners and like so I didn't have my license back then. And so we would like I don't know, I felt pretty edgy at the time. Um, drift around corners up to a small gig up in the mountains in Oregon and then coming on back and that kind of that experience of being something I wasn't because I grew up with like country music and just like this I don't know kind of country but I don't know kind Amish vibes Amish vibes yeah, yeah. 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 Well, <laughs> Amish vibes full Amish it was like a blend of you know you had you had both contemporary Amish. yeah contemporary <laughs> Amish <laughs> like it looked something great out of a travel magazine like Dwight Schrute's farm you know oh, his beef farm you know like it was similar <laughs> To that 
yeah, so like that was kind of the beginnings. I was more eased into it, you know, like my siblings always put me in really awkward situations. Like when you have a bunch of little siblings, it's always easy to throw them under the bus. For real, though. For, yeah. I, I have mean, so I many experiences know. like throwing my sisters right under the bus just to make them more awkward. I remember this experience when I was in sixth grade and my sister left her sweater in the gym. And so I took it from her. And she was like running around every single classroom trying to find where it was. And she eventually came to my classroom and she's like, Kason, Kason, do you have my hoodie? And I'm like, yeah, do you want it? She's like, yeah. And my teacher looks at her. She was like, he was like, if you want your hoodie, you got to sing a song. <laughs> Most, she's in fourth grade, okay? <laughs> and she has to stand up in front of the classroom and put all these sixth graders and just dead beaming her right in the eyes. And she starts singing, I'm a little teapot how red her face got i cannot paint a bigger picture it was the most embarrassing most awkward thing my sister I feel had to her go pain. through I really it was do. awkward moments make the world a better place like i can totally attest to that <laughs> so now that we have a good adequate break in um what were what were some of the other topics that we had on mind that that would be interesting that would put me in the mind of Zach or Mitch so what do you guys think what what shall we take a look at what kind of direction do you want to go do you want to go like social confidence in dating do you want to go social confidence in like a business setting school i mean dating's always funny yeah let's do dating let's focus on do how you, you gained your social do you confidence have good dating stories that you're willing to share what kind of stories are you looking for uh, mr west um something funny embarrassing but probably not you know like way out there Mm, glad you uh, classified that. <laughs> that takes away a lot of the stories, unfortunately. <laughs> um, something about confidence. Uh, I don't know, Zach? You, like, growing up, you got to learn to have confidence, right? Only I've only met a few certain people that have been blessed with the gift of confidence to just walk in a room and own it, right? I was unfortunately not one of those people. So one thing, one experience that I had was, so I spent some time in a foreign country in Argentina and I was working really, really hard. I was teaching people about Jesus and I dedicated my life to that for a long time. Then I got back to the States, back to Utah, and all of a sudden I wasn't sure who I was anymore. I didn't like if I wasn't teaching people about Jesus, who was I? Right. That's how it felt. Yeah. And so all of a sudden I'm like, oh, what, girls are a thing. Like <laughs> I got to get back on this, this train of dating. <laughs> this chick comes up to me just randomly and we're, we're in like this soda place. Right. Only, only, thirsty. only <laughs> they, they didn't have those in Oregon. Yeah, no, nobody has them except for in Utah. And so <laughs> she comes up to me. She's like, I really want to go on a date with you. And this took me back. Like I was just shocked because that had never happened to me before right a girl asked you yeah must be nice uh -huh. <laughs> <laughs> don't worry someday it'll happen but honestly it's that moment of like oh shoot you know I, i'm maybe i am able to command a present like that moment of awakening and since then it was like I okay mean, i gotta take advantage of yeah this. like it's, Not, it's right really, now. really taking advantage of those opportunities i feel you zach like um it's, it's those moments that I heard this saying a while ago, and I'm going to botch it completely. And it goes something like, it's not about having the opportunities all the time, but it's recognizing those opportunities when they come and then acting on them. Mm -hmm. um, there was this time I, uh, I, was, I was sitting there, I was back uh, working, 
and we were sitting there. It was a work work thing. We went out to get ice cream um, with my boss, and my boss had been teasing me all summer long. This is this really big guy. He was in sales. He's like, man, she, like you can't get the girls. Like that's not possible. Like you're a shrimp. I'm, as we've seen, you know, my spirit animal is a. What did you say, Caden? Of an enchilada? Yes. Did, did, you, did you literally call me an enchilada? <laughs> yeah, so a spicy enchilada, like like. Just, <laughs> spicy. Enchilada. I don't even know how to explain it, but like. I actually, I really want some more detail on this one. Yeah. So like, there's an energy. When you consume, you know, a spicy enchilada. I just know the after effects of a spicy enchilada. <laughs> right. So that's yeah. also a, yeah. The next morning effect. I got you. Also, a very other important detail. You know, like it could swing both ways <laughs> as to what that means. But like, yeah, no, it's just super fun, energetic. Sometimes you connect with people the right way, and other times it might not go as hot. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, no, it's like a little self-reflection moment. I appreciate it. You know? Yeah. Yeah. That's so that's what good friends are for. Do you have like? Obviously, you're really good at connecting with people um, off the bat. Have you had any awkward situations to where it was like, <laughs> man? Because you you said well, to make things more awkward is better. So yeah. you have any good good funny spiels about that? So okay, this is a uh, <laughs> okay. So so this this time uh, I was living. You know, I was living in an unnamed state. You know, we're going to try to keep this as vague as possible. I was living in an unnamed state, hanging out with unnamed friends. And we're going to call this girl, we're going to call her Kimmy for the story. And so Kimmy and I, um, I had I had recently moved to the state. And so I was like, you know, screw it. Like, I'm just going to try out this dating app. So my first dating app ever, right? And uh, we go on this date and it was, we got tacos. And it was super, super lame. And she finished her, her food. And I finished my food. And I took her home. It was like 45 minutes. And I was like, that was the dumbest thing I've ever done. It would like never do that again. But I understand why dating apps get you. Here's here's their their hook, right? Move four days down the line. I was working. I was just in that state working. And I was like, I am super bored. And I want to go do something fun. And I wonder who I'd know who could do something fun with me. And then that girl came to mind. And I was like, oh, that'll work. She'll be down. So I shot her a text. And... Um, we went out, and uh, so I'd been really cordial the first time. And so this time I was like, you know, full confession, I was like, I want to see where this goes. You know, I want to see. I was like, let's. let's <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, Bonjour. he took the hat off. Okay, just giving you an idea. He's he's now into the story. Folks. So I, I may regret this later telling the story, but uh, we just we just wanted to see where this night went. So I took her dancing, right? And if anybody knows anything about, we went country dancing, anything about social dancing, it's not really about rhythm or movement. It's just really about being close to your partner. Or at least that's what the guys think in the other time. I mean, just you guys. Hubba hubba. Hubba hubba. Yeah, okay. yeah. That's, agreed, that's agreed. what we're all thinking about. So it's just about holding like this girl close to you. It's just how the night went. And so we danced and it was great. And then we get some, I think we got some ice cream. We're talking and we sit down in my truck and we, I was driving her home and we just like got in this conversation because I'm not. I'm not one for like light conversation. You like to get into the nitty gritty. Yeah, kind of straight stuff. to the center, cut to yeah. the cheese. Yeah, me and Zach are a lot similar in that way. Like, <clears> you <throat> gotta just cut through all the awkward. I don't know, Zach, what's one of your like techniques for doing that? Don't talk about the weather, right? Like, ask why they like the weather. Ask what makes them tick. <laughs> why? Why are you the way that you are? <laughs> Pretty much, what trauma like, have you experienced in your life? No, definitely don't ask that question. You just like get into the deep stuff. And so I was doing that with this girl and I was there and it was like intense and I was giving her the eye contact and you know, and I went for the little shoulder touch. And so we start having this conversation and she looks at me dead in the eyes and she pulls this line, which I, 
I later found to be, um, it's, a, it's a repeat customer, just say this line. <laughs> and she says, wow, Mitch, I've never felt this connected to anyone before in my entire life. <laughs> and I, that's when I knew I could make a move. So I go in and I kiss her, right? And it was great. It was awesome. We, we did that. That was great. And the thing was that this wasn't the awkward part. What became awkward was in the preceding weeks, she wouldn't stop kissing. And she tasted like sushi. Like that was a bad thing. Like it got really awkward because every time we'd kiss, I don't know how. <laughs> I wish that the audience could see our faces right now because we're like we're looking at each other like. like, what is like I thought maybe it was something she ate earlier that day, like the first time. But like the next week, it didn't change, and like it didn't change. Like she was an alright kisser, but like it didn't change over time. Sushi and so like face. I tried to de-escalate the situation by being like I I sat down with her and I was like, hey. You know, what did I say her name was? Kimmy? Kimmy. Kimmy. Like, Kimmy. <laughs> Kimmy, you're you're a great gal. Like, I really appreciate you. I've appreciated, like, our friendship, our relationship we've had here. Um, but I just don't see this going somewhere far. And I just want to, like, you know, halt this before we get too far. Because, like, sushi breath is kind of a... Okay, so bad, bad breath. <laughs> bad breath. Is the eclipse so, of, so of this awkward day. It is. It's the yeah. eclipse. It's the eclipse. But, but here's the clincher. So I tried to make it, you know, more awkward. I made a joke, like, oh, haha, like, if this were going in the future, like, I just don't see it doing there, you know. Um, and I'm allergic I, to sushi. <laughs> right. I, I, I mentioned the future, and this girl stares me deadpan in the face, and she says, Mitch, if we go in the future, I see us getting engaged in about a month, a month and a half. And it just backfired, dude. Like, how many, how many dates did you go on, like, in total? Five. Five dates? Five dates. She initiated that conversation. Uh-huh, yeah. So I'm just saying the awkward Man, plus I awkward don't get how, you, equal how you guys get girls to come to you guys. And be like, hey, I want to go on a date with you, or hey, I can see us getting engaged in a month. Like, I, I think it's a matter I, of numbers. It's luck. I mean, yeah. sure. I mean, <laughs> what, what am I doing wrong, dude? It's tension. You got tension, tension, tension. right? You got to build tension. That's healthy how tension. Right? Maybe yes. I'm just too oh, weird. There's absolutely a difference between healthy ch- tension and unhealthy tension, if you want to say it that. Oh, Zach's really good at unhealthy Selfish tension. tension. Zach's really good at tension. It's probably one of my favorite stories is when Zach talks about tension. Tell him the uh, uh, the, the story. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, okay what's okay. her name? What do you want to call her? Yeah, we'll, we'll call her. <laughs> Katie. Katie. So there's this Katie girl, right? And actually another girl that really wanted to go out with me. And at the time, I wasn't super interested in dating or getting super serious. But at the same time, I was like, yeah, this could be great. I could have a nice friend. Maybe we it'll roll into a relationship pretty soon, you know, feeling the doubt. Well, we go on one date. She really wanted to kiss me, and I was like, yeah, I don't think so. I'm just kind of flirting, building a little bit of tension, good eye contact, but then take it away. And then you are there, but then you're not. And then you're texting, 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 and then you're like, oh, sorry, you got to go. You know, just make yourself unavailable a little bit. I'm just kind of having fun. Well, the second time we hang out, turns out my roommate did not want to give up the xbox i really want to watch a movie with this chick and he was just sitting there gaming so we're chatting chatting in the living room i'm trying to kick my roommate out i'm like bro get the hint you know like let's go (laughs) well he wasn't having it for whatever reason he was being stubborn but i was using it to my advantage right tension so then we start the movie at like midnight 
And it was late. Always a good time to start a movie. And the entire time that we're watching the movie, I'm making jokes and I'm putting my face like right next to her. I'm whispering. <laughs> just, a, just a little subtle subtle second movie i was like hey let's go for a double feature she was down i number, didn't make number a two number, number two. two so what okay. time is it now is this it's like 3 a.m in the morning we get through <laughs> the second feature and i've been just kind of joking around with my face right near hers for the entire time i haven't made a move second movie gets over and it's like 4 30 yeah it's yeah. 4 a.m uh-huh. such a cheese and so then i turned to her and this um, movie ended in like a fireworks show, right? And so fireworks are on the what brain. What movie was it? I feel like this is important information. I, I honestly don't remember. It was some 80s movie that ended with fireworks. Okay. I can't for the life of me remember. But yes. So half of them. But okay. Yeah, basically. <laughs> <laughs> so these fireworks are going off, right? And I turned to her nose to nose and I was like, hey, have you ever had a fireworks war? And then I go in, you know, total 90-10, You go in for the kiss, and her eyes went wide, and then she closed them. She was ready for that kiss, right? Goes in, she's coming to me, and then I pull back as soon as she's getting close, and I just trail. And her head goes forward for like 18 inches, and I'm just right in front of her eyes open, backing up the truck. Oh, my gosh. And then she opens her eyes because what she expected to happen didn't happen. She crosses her arms, does this little huff, like, and I was like, you know, like, shoot fireworks at each other. You've never done that. It's really fun. Oh and you should have seen her face. And I was gosh, like, okay, Zach. I'm so sorry. I'm done now. And then I kissed her. But, like, you got to have fun with it, you know? So, to recap, what would you guys recap our two our two words of advice? Make make it funny. I don't like, know. For you, you really like your attention. <laughs> I think to an extreme. To be a, yeah, normally, I'm not that. That was the extreme example, for sure. No, but like, yeah, yeah you want to. You, you got to have fun with it. You got to identify. You got to have a, a presence of confidence. And then you got to be mysterious, right? In a good way, build that tension and, yeah, make make it fun. Make it enjoyable for both parties, right? As yeah. my good friend Caden West once said. Be careful what you say. <laughs> <laughs> you both got to be watching the movie. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, exactly. So, yeah, just, like, create. Oh, he got the feels, fool. Hey, hey, hey. No, Aww, no. not a case. But, like, <laughs> hey, so, like, it's, Kane, it's explain, like a, the, explain the same. Yeah, so this this topic is, like, everybody watches a movie or they read a book about a love story or a romance or whatever and people want to feel you know similar to that and so you got to make that that fiction become reality does that make sense you got to create that story like good things and bad things like drama is going to come out of it and make it fun and then it'll be your story to tell right that's how it is how at least i see it yeah so a hundred percent hundred percent taking that confidence into the awkwardness and then bringing that awkwardness into tension and complete mm-hmm. 360. Okay, real quick. Let's let's uh, wrap up here. One more. I'm really curious. And then we'll call it good. Either the best date you've been on or the most creative that you can think of. Because I think wow. dates are awesome when, yeah. you, when yeah. you put in effort to plan, when you do you just do crazy fun stuff. So... What has been one of the best dates or one that you would like to plan? Okay, you ready? I don't know if I classify it as the best date because that's that'll take me some time to mull over, right? But this is a memorable one that's way up there on the list for me. Uh, I went out with this girl 
and this is right as I'm finding my confidence. Like I'm finding my rhythm again. I'm feeling myself like this is about having fun, not impressing people, mm -hmm. right? The impressing comes later. Yeah. So I get this random idea. I grab our uh, like riding goggles, right? For riding dirt bikes, riding ATVs. I grab those. I grab some granola bars and I text this girl and I'm like, hey, let's go downtown to the city and just have some fun. Are you down? Like, I'm not going to tell you the plan. She's down. So we roll up, we pull into the Harmon's parking lot, downtown Salt Lake City, right? Roll up, music blasting. And I was like, okay, you're going to put these goggles on. We're going to jump on these electric scooters and we're going to zoom through downtown Salt Lake with goggles on and see how many people we can take pictures with, like random strangers, right? We're just going to become viral. <laughs> Let me tell you, that night was so fun. We were in back alleys. We jumped the scooters. We were making friends. We went to the public library and just started havoc in the public library. N not bad havoc, right? But we were having fun with kids. We were riding scooters up and down escalators. Like, <laughs> it was a good time. I think that's the key is that's just true. let loose a little. I like that. That's kind of cool. I think <clears throat> I think that's the key. Like, I think my favorite date, Zach, is right along those lines. Um there's this girl uh, over the summer that uh, Timmy or a different girl. <laughs> <laughs> no, different girl. Let's call her. Let's call her Lucy. Um, so sushi brush and no, 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 no. That was that was years ago. Um, so Lucy, uh, I'd known her for probably seven years. Um, real good friend, and uh, we ended up dating later in the summer. But went out with this gal, and it was it was right in the time when we were trying to figure out whether we were dating, what we were doing, and I uh, I I shot her a text out of the blue, and I said, hey grab grab a thick jacket and kind of that same thing is surprise that you're talking about zach and i zipped on over and i showed up on my motorcycle and she's never been on one before and so she hopped on the back and it was just i planned it just around sunset and i'm back home in portland the sun sets and there's there's probably about five different bridges that go over the river in the middle of the city and it's just it's breathtaking I, there's no way to describe it but uh so we hop on my, my bike and she gets on and she says well okay like as long as we don't go on the freeway Five minutes later, we pop on the freeway, and she is screaming. And I, I yelled back. I was like, I pretended not to hear her for a little bit, and I said, Lucy, you'll be fine. She holds on tight, and we, we rode around the town and watched the sunset, stopped off at the gelato place, and uh, I guess what made it magical was I, I popped an earbud in her ear and an earbud in my ear and played some music that we'd both really grown up to. And after eating some gelato, we came back, and we sat on a, a riverbank, and just talked and like that's probably the thing that i enjoy most is like one like being spontaneous but two like making a real connection with someone who is meaningful to you and is meaningful to them where it's like yeah. not just the everyday because like you can talk to anybody about whatever but like a date is for something a little bit more you know mm -hmm. it's it's getting down to the nitty-gritty of, of why you like this or, or why you like that like it's it's what makes it meaningful folks no i really i really like that like that's totally 100 percent spot on like understanding like I feel like for me, like every date I've been on, like the surprise element is key. And girls love a good surprise. Some may say that they don't like it, but they they really do love it. Um, and the second thing is like making that emotional connection. Um, no matter how long the date is or how short it is, you can always find a connection between the two of you. And so we appreciate you guys coming on the podcast today. Heck yeah, um, sure. Definitely one heck of a conversation. Really enjoyed your time here. But yeah. Yeah. So that's about it. Um, Join us in on next week, and we'll we'll have new episodes out. And uh, Mitch Waddell and Zach Adair, thanks for joining us, guys. <laughs> Later.